it's way bigger than what I was making in, in the 401k. When yeah. It was <laughs> oh, for sure. When I realized that, I'm like, hmm, this is not rocket science. And yeah. so I'm like, yep, I'll definitely just take the loan and and play play that game because it's a hard asset. I can control the rents. I can control more stuff. Whereas the 401k, you know, I'm, I don't have any control over that, right? So. Welcome back, everyone, to the Passive Rotary Retirement Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Jarrett. Today, we are joined by Bernardo Charles. Bernardo lives in Orlando with his wife, Laura, and daughter, Amelia. He started investing in real estate in 2009, and that short time frame has been involved in one syndication of two RV parks and has acquired a few small multifamilies. He started a meetup in Orlando in 2007 that focuses on helping others achieve their real estate goals. His sole purpose for investing in multifamily real estate is to buy back his time so he can spend it with his family and he wants to help others do the same. Bernardo, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, Andrew. It's good to be here. I, I got to correct you, though. It's uh, 2019, not 09. That's a long time frame. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, man, <laughs> yeah. I feel old right now. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that sounds much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool, man. Well, uh, yeah, well, great to have you on. And why don't you give um, everybody kind of a background on yourself? Yeah, of course. So let's see, by myself, you know, I grew up, I'm from the Caribbean, from Haiti. So, you know, growing up, I was told, man, go to school. Here's your book. Here's your pencil. Get good grades, get A's and B's, and you're going to be just fine. You're going to make it. You're going to be a superstar. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's what I did. I went to school. I did all my classes. I passed all my stuff, went to high school, did great, good GPA, got to college, um, became an engineer. And so mm -hmm. I was just living the, going through the path, right? And so right. I got my degree in 2013. I started working for the Air Force as an engineer full time. And mm -hmm. I thought I, I arrived. I mean, I did it all. I was told to do all these things, got the degree. Um, I got a full-time career job, and I'm sitting back. I made it. <laughs> right, exactly. So this, that was the plan. So this is uh -huh. awesome. So I uh, started working, and a year later, I got a brand new sports car. I was excited because I had <laughs> earned the car, right? I earned it. Right. Uh -huh. So um, brand new Camaro, stick shift, V8. So I was on a high, man. <laughs> and about a year later, I got into a car accident, oh, and man. I was totaled. And it was probably the best thing that happened to me because that event woke me up from just the rat race, just living right. the life, just thinking I had made it, right? Mm -hmm. And so that kind of woke me up from, hey, what, what are you doing with your life, right? Like you're, you have a nice job, but you live in paycheck to paycheck. You're barely making ends meet. Yeah. It doesn't add up, right? And so- Did insurance cover the car or no? Yeah, so the insurance covered the car. Um, funny enough, the car was worth less a year later than I had <laughs> right. bought it. So, Surprising, right? <laughs> no, but, but thankfully, yes, the insurance just covered the car. So I had a blank slate. It's, you know, I had a blank slate. Mm -hmm. And actually, at the at the scene of the accident, you know, the um, the cops said, hey, man, you know, don't worry about it. You're fine. Just go to the back to, to the dealership and get you a different color. <laughs> and and that in that time frame, I'm like, oh yeah, I can just go get another color, you know. Mm -hmm. But but you know, it I went a different route. I said, you know what, I need to change my mindset and yeah. 
having a car is not a bad thing, but it's just how I did it. I was just working for it, you know, paying a high car payment every every, every month. And so I uh, dove into podcasts, books, meetups, and then from then on, I jumped in and bought my first property in 2019. And so here I am. That's my story. That's awesome. So now you're more on the uh, buy assets that pay for that liability instead of going out to get a paycheck to pay for it, right? Trading exactly, exactly. So eventually I'm going to get the Camaro back, right? But now right. I don't want to pay for it with my time. Exactly. I to pay for it. And so at the time, I didn't know anything about assets. So yeah. <laughs> <Wasn't> backwards. <laughs> That's right. What were right. some of the, the books you read that kind of shifted your mindset? Anything particular stand up? So the first book that I read, I want to say it was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's a great book. And yeah. from then on, I went, I read um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I was like, man, what was this when I was 18, 19, you know? Like, right. Mm-hmm. So I read that and I just pretty much just blew my mind and I just dove right in and kept going. So. That's awesome. So now how has it been investing with a full-time job? It, it's been, that's, that's a good question. It's been interesting, right? Because you know, I'm always working. So I, I have a full-time job. And after I get off work, I'm working at home. You know, I'm looking at deals. Yeah. If I have calls with my tenants, I'm, you know, I'm calling them. And so it's a lot of work. But I enjoy the work after work more than my job. Because mm-hmm. I know it's buying me time eventually, right? I'm putting in the work right. now so I can enjoy it later. And okay. so um, it, is, it excites me. And so... It's a lot of work, but because I enjoy it, it's not really work for me per se, right? So I enjoy mm-hmm. managing, I enjoy looking at deals, underwriting deals, and buying properties. And so it's fun for me. And so it's not really um, a, a lot of stress on my time, you know, per se. Yeah. That's awesome. Building that dream, you know, for the future, right? Right. And it's, yeah. everything you do is 100% yours versus working for somebody else. You know? Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. So now you did a RV syndication deal. Uh, it's, not, it's two different parks, it sounds like, that in one deal. Yeah. So the story with that is, so I started a meetup, right? I got so into this. I'm like, man, I need, to, I need to go to a meetup. And so, you know, I went to my local RIA here in Orlando and they're, and they're phenomenal. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. But it was too big for me. It was, it, was just, it was massive, a lot of people. I needed something intimate and more informal. Yeah. And so I just said, hey, let me start a meetup. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, that's what I did. I I, I put out a, a post on, on a forum and people responded. I kept getting emails and phone calls. I'm like, okay, there's something there. So let's let's yeah. go. And so I I got that going. And funny enough, I, at the meetups, when it started, man, I knew nothing. So I'm there at the meetups, <laughs> people are burn method, cash flow, cash, <laughs> cash. And I'm the host. I'm just like, oh, I'm writing these terms down. <laughs> Oh, I'm at the host and I know none of these terms. <laughs> right. so I just began to leverage those people who are, who are coming mm-hmm. and I learned just from them, just listening to them talk. So at that meetup, I met someone who um, was buying an RV park or two RV parks in the syndication. And so he was looking for people to invest in it. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, at the time, I did not know how to underwrite deals. So I didn't know if it was a good deal or not. I just you know, I trusted this individual because over time we've built that connection, and so right. it allowed me to uh, be passive in the deal, invest in the deal, and um, I get a check in the middle of the quarter. Mm-hmm. It's not, a, not a lot, but I I value that check a lot more 
right. than my W two paycheck, and that's a that's a lot more money, right? Yeah. right. I don't have to clock in for it. I'm like, you know, I like this, right? And so, um, yeah, it's forty five doors uh, down in Big Okeechobee. And I believe uh, it's 8% preferred return for the investors. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're going to do a refi in three to five years. So I think this year we're looking to either refi or do an exchange into a bigger property. And so oh, nice. that's uh, that's where we are right now. Okay. Is it going to be another RV park or more like a multifamily deal? Or what are you thinking? So we're looking to multifamily, which I'm, I'm glad because that's where I'm at now in that space. And so yeah. we're looking for another apartments to be able to leverage that into that one. So, yeah. Okay. And your meetup got pretty big, didn't it? So the meetup definitely grew. It grew mm-hmm. at one point. I mean, right now we're at 120 people in, in, yeah. uh, in our group. Mm-hmm. But the actual meeting spaces, you know, it, it goes up and down, right? So at one point I might have 20 people here or, or less, right? But the group side is so big that people are just talking all day long and they're, yeah. they're asking questions, they're sharing connections. And so, that's why I love it so much. It's more informal, it's more of a family at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And so, right. yeah, we've we've been together for a while. People have grown from buying their first deal to buying two or three more, doing JVs together. So it's it's been awesome, man. Yeah, that's awesome. And I gotta throw it out there that, that we're opening up one as well. Uh, you, me, and two other guys from Multifamily Masters here in February. I'm looking that's forward. That's right. To that. Yeah, you're the first one here in Orlando, February, mm-hmm. I believe. 18 is the date. And so 17th or 18th, I think it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested, let me know or let Andrew know and just come on network. Because I believe, honestly, uh, since I started in this business, that's been the most important thing that I've realized has, has helped me is just talking yeah. to people and just network. It's not the money. It's exactly. just, hey, my name is so-and-so. What do you do? How can I help you? Or vice versa, right? So it's, mm-hmm. it's that simple. Yeah. Your network is your net worth. That's what they always say. And I found that to be 100% true. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Now, your, your other multifamily deals, uh, you've done on your own. Um, maybe you can give us a little background on those, you know, how you raise the capital, what kind of lending terms you got. It sounds like you're doing your own uh, property management. So, how you know, how that's been as well. Yeah. So, um, so far, everything's been uh, in-house, just me and my wife. Um, mm-hmm. The first deal was a single family home out on the coast mm-hmm. uh, in Palm Bay. And so, that one, we just saved up for it um, over time and used that to, to be able to buy it. Um, just got regular bank loan. Actually, I bought that one as a vacation home, which oh, I, was okay. able, I was able to kind of get better terms on the down payment and interest. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next one, I actually leveraged my 401k, which was very oh, interesting. Nice. Um, so as you guys know, I've been working for a couple of years now. So I had enough money saved up in my 401k to where I'm like, well, can I use this money to, to buy a property, right? And mm-hmm. so I had a few options. I could have just cast it out and pay and pay, you know, um, a fee, but I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Or I can get a loan on it and then just pay it back over time. And so when I realized I could do that, I was able to just take out a loan mm-hmm. as a down payment on a duplex. Right. And then my W2 paycheck is paying for it, paying it back to my own account. And so nice. it was a win-win. Right. So I'm making higher interest return on the duplex. So it, it works out. Right. So what was, the, what was the terms of that loan on your 401k? Do you remember? So I believe it was three to four hmm, percent. Um and it's a, it's a five-year payment back term, right? So in, in mm-hmm. five years, it, it's all paid off, right? And so mm-hmm. it comes b- before I even get paid on my paycheck. So I'm like, all right, I, I'm like, I'm thinking about the future, right? So I'm thinking mm-hmm. 
in three or five years, I won't be there anymore anyway. So now I have that money again to roll it over into a sort of 401k or cast it out at that point and mm-hmm. you know, use that. Exactly. So, yeah. And I'm sure your spread is much bigger on the cash flow, not to mention the appreciation you're probably making right now. Uh, it's it's way bigger than what I was making in, in the 401k. When yeah. It was <laughs> oh, For sure. When I realized that, I'm like, hmm, this is not rocket science. And yeah. so I'm like, yep, I'll definitely just take the loan and and play play that game because it's a hard asset. I can control the rents. I can control more stuff. Whereas the 401k, you know, I'm, I don't have any control over that, right? So. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people probably don't realize they can do that with our 401k. Was that, did your job give you a hard time with that? And, and how easy was that to actually get set up? What was it the was super easy. Super easy. Just a phone call and spoke to them about what I was trying to do. And it was very simple, um, mm-hmm. and very fast. So no, yeah, it was. And the best thing about the 401k is it does not, it does not hit your credit, right? So mm-hmm. the loan there is not even on my credit at all. Right. Nice. So I was able to get more loans down the line for other properties. Yeah. It doesn't throw off your debt to income ratio. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Now, management wise, how do you, how'd you set that up? Do you, they, do the tenants have your own, your cell phone? Do you tell them you're a manager? How's that, how's that work? And that's another good question, man. So, so my goal for this year is to, by the end of the year, to somehow not self manage. Right. But that being mm-hmm. said, I still can't justify paying a property manager at this point because, mm-hmm. you know, Something happens, they call me, I just call the handyman, right? It's like, it takes two seconds, right? So I'm like, uh, this is not a lot to, to handle. But yeah, so, so far I do have systems in place. So like I use, I used to use Cozy hmm. where it, it, it collects rent, it does maintenance. And I think now it was bought out by apartments.com. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I use them now, right? So via there, I can do screening, uh, background check, credit check. I do leases there. There's a tab on there for maintenance calls, but they still text me or call me. I'm <laughs> yes. trying to train them to say, hey, if something happens, just go online and pull it out and I'll get a phone right. call from them. But yeah. it's, it's human nature. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I think I think my goal is to be able to either use VAs or have an assistant that I can use to kind of do it for me. But it's been pretty pretty simple. It's just it's, it's, it is an issue. They call me and I have a list of my handyman that I use or contractors. So nice. it's not a it's not a lot, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Worst case, you give that list to the VA and just have them do it directly. That's what that's the plan. That's the next goal is to say, hey, if something happens, they call the VA and the VA will just call, hey, X person, go out there and fix this issue, and then it's mm-hmm. you know that's it. So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So now we're just into the end of January, 2022. What are your goals uh, for 2022 multifamily-wise? So my goal 2022 multifamily-wise is to do my first syndication on the active side, right? So, so far, I've done one on the on the LP side, and it's it was good to kind of get in that space, mm-hmm. you know, that route and kind of see how everything works out. And I enjoy getting the checks, but I love the space, man. I want to be active in it. So yeah. I think it's my first uh, syndication. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I did everything wrong. I did everything myself. I was calling brokers, yeah. underwriting deals, trying to raise money. And I'm just like, I'm tired. This is a lot for one minute. <laughs> Another <dude."> full-time <laughs> job. <laughs> and a full-time job and a family at that too, right? So then right. I realized, hold on, everybody just has a team around them to do this stuff. So mm-hmm. this year I've been trying to get a team going, which I've, I've already done that pretty quickly yeah. now. So I have a team in place. So we're already just looking at deals. Um, and we're on the hunt, man. So that's my goal. Get my first syndication deal. And then from there, just keep the ball rolling. So, yeah. 
Now, what markets are you looking in? And then, um, like, what's your typical deal look like? Deal size and, you know, stuff like that. Right, right. Yeah. So, so right now we're looking in Florida, Georgia, and South Carolina, so around that area. Okay. Um, 100 doors and under, um, looking at 1980 or newer build if possible, but that's kind of hard to find. I've seen more 1970 or 60s. Yeah. Um, and then just looking for 15% RIR, you know, um, to kind of get that going and just value adds really, just a, a light value adds where I can go in there and raise the rents over time, lower expenses and, and, and go from there. So mm-hmm. that's our main targets. Um, so right now we're looking at a deal right now in South Carolina and we're seeing if that can go through. So, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds good. Now, have you had um, any experience with any bad deals yet or uh, has everything gone pretty well for the most part or any, any horror stories you want to share? So, no, no, no bad deals yet per se, but I have made a lot of mistakes. So a few mistakes rather. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, I bought a property out on the coast. Um, it's a small three one family, um, and the the property is on septic, right, and uh, um, and well, right, as far as water. Yeah. And so when I bought the property, I did the inspection, right. And the individual said, hey, you know, everything looks good so far. Did the inspection. But if I was you, I would pay for another inspection to, just for the septic tank. Mm-hmm. Right. And well, make sure everything's good. And the wall flow, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's probably <laughs> fine. I mean, you know, <laughs> you say it's good. The water's good. It's my first one. I mean, the guy was living there before. It was not vacant. Trying to um, save money on the inspection, yeah, probably, like, right? I'm, yeah. I'm good, man, you know? <laughs> I'll be all right. I'll, mm. Thank you for the advice, but yeah, I'll wait and do this later. So that's what I did. I bought the property and got it, found me a tenant. I was excited. They moved in. I don't know how long it took. I don't know if it was a week or a couple of days. I'm <laughs> call like, hey, uh, there's backup in the sink. Oh, uh, man. Water. <laughs> <laughs> Only a few weeks still. Right. <laughs> the water is smelly. I'm just like, ah. Oh, and then yeah. I just done the inspection that the guy told me about. I would have saved a lot of money, right? So yeah. now I have to do uh, buy new tanks and do all this stuff. And it cost me not a whole lot, right? But it's mm-hmm. a lot more than the inspection would have been, right? And so right. I learned that it's it's more expensive, right, to be cheap on the front end than to yeah. just do it right. Yeah, so... Yeah. Now on, man, if there's an inspection, yep, I'm paying the money. That's, that's, <laughs> yep. that's <Exactly>. everything. <laughs> I'll yeah. the extra one, too, because I know it's it's better to do it that way than wait and have an issue where exactly. I'm paying the money to fix yeah. it. So, yeah, it'd be 10 times mind. the expense, you know, when it comes up. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. Now, looking back, uh, looking back now, was there anything you would do differently? Like, say you go back to your 18-year-old self. Would you still go to college, get the engineer? Would you go right into real estate or, or what would you do, you know, looking back? That's a good question. So I've always had that, man, if I could just go back and just go into real estate, it would be a lot better. But I realized that's not that's not true because of my job. I've been able to leverage my job heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I'm a high income earner, I'm able to leverage that also. And so... yeah. I think going the route that I did made sense. I just wish I had knew, I wish I had known that I could leverage it sooner to be able to buy real estate, right? So I would have mm-hmm. I would have said, hey, yep, go be an engineer, but also know to leverage your paycheck, your income, right, to be able to buy properties much sooner than buying a Camaro. So I think that's what I would have mm-hmm. tweaked in there. So yeah, yeah, good advice. Now, what would you 
say to the audience, what would be like everyone wants a passive income stream, maybe someone that hasn't started yet or just starting, what would be your number one recommendation for somebody to get that first stream of passive income? What would you say they should do? Yeah, so I think the first thing that you have to realize is if you want to be active or or passive, right? Because not everyone is meant to be active in this business is what I realized. And so first, you have to make the decision, hey, do I want to be active in this, looking at deals, underwriting deals, you know, raising money, or just be a passive investor, right? So once you figure out where you want to be, you just have to dive in there and just read books, learn, and meet people who are doing this exact stuff that you want to do, right? So if you want to, right. want to be passive, find investors who are passive in this deal, you know, in this business and see how they're doing it, right? And learn from mm-hmm. them because I read a lot of books and podcasts and I'd highly advise it, but there are a lot of things that I've learned just by talking to people and doing the actual deal per se, and they're not in the books. I've, I've learned some stuff that I'm like, hey, I read all these books we're not in there, right? Mm-hmm. So exactly, there are certain things that you have to experience it over time and meet people. And so I would say, find out if you want to be active or passive, and then go out there and meet the people who are doing exactly what you want to do and learn from them, you know, yeah. on a daily basis. So. Mm-hmm. Or an underwriting too, you know, like you're saying, so you can, you know, make a smart decision on it as well. Right. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. And I think even if you're passive, everyone should be able to understand how to underwrite a deal. Because even exactly. if you're a passive investor, you don't want to say, hey, Andrew, here's here's my money. I want to invest with you 50K, but you have no idea about how the deals <laughs> work in the right. numbers. So you're just trusting Andrew, which is not a bad thing, right? I trust Andrew, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. if Andrew's a bad guy or, or he's not trustworthy, then you get screwed, right? So you should right. be able to vet every deal, learn how to underwrite deals, just the basics of how it works. Mm-hmm. That way you know that your deal makes sense to invest in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, if somebody wants to reach out to you, how, what's the best way to contact you? You know, any social media you have as well? Yeah, so I'm 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 heavily involved on Instagram. So it's Bernardo underscore buys underscore multifamily. So if you go in there and find me, shoot me a DM and let's get talking. So yeah. Cool. And you're very active on Instagram, I believe, too, right? Yeah, I'm very active. I do videos and reels. I'm trying to teach this stuff because I realize, you know, I, I didn't have anyone to teach me how this stuff works. And so I have a lot of people that I know from college or from back home that really don't understand what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a scam. So I want to be able to teach people, you know, how it works, how I'm doing it, how the money works and everything else. So yeah. doing it in a funny way and make people just just realize, hey, this is, this is an option for you, right? If you don't want to work, mm-hmm. you're 62, it's an, an option is to invest in real estate either passively or actively, right? So Right, yeah. exactly. Awesome. Well, now we're going to get into our five to thrive round. So this is our, our like our lightning round word association game. So I'm just going to rattle off, you know, five words and just give me the first word or phrase that pops into your mind. The only rule is you cannot repeat your answer. Okay. All right. So here we go. So the first one is investing. Investing should be something that everyone does. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Liabilities. Uh, liabilities are not a good thing. You should stay away from them. <laughs> <laughs> like so that Camaro was perfect. Yeah, perfect for <laughs> <story> to match that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man, that's uh, success. Success is going to happen for you if you stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Wisdom. Wow. Wisdom. 
uh, I would say I would say wisdom is something that you have to be able to realize come from just listening to others who have done what you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And last one, real estate investing. Passion. My passion. Yeah. Love it. Love it. That was hard, dude. Man, I was I like, know, right? That's- <laughs> <laughs> We're ready for that one. <laughs> that was tough. <laughs> it's always the best part because, you know, it gets people thinking. I, I love it. So those are good answers, by the way, too. So, hey, man, it's been great having you on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time and uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks, man. Yes, yeah, happy to be here. So uh, best of luck to you. I appreciate being on here. So we'll be in touch for sure. Absolutely. And that, make sure you guys come and check out the uh, Multifamily Masters in Orlando. That's right. Come and see us. It'll be fun. Talk to you soon.